and welcome to the Royal Tribe Church podcast. We are a church poised with the vision of enabling individuals to discover their identity in Christ through sound biblical teaching. The sermon you're about to listen to is part of a sermon series titled The Holy Spirit and I by Uche Ojuku. John 16:13 says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Be blessed as you listen. Hello every single person, hello to you wherever you are right now. If you're on your bed, if you're in your sitting room, if you're in the kitchen cooking something right now for, for lunch or even for brunch or for breakfast, hello to you. Um, I do hope uh, you've had an amazing week. You see, uh, through the last uh, two or three weeks, uh, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and his impact upon our lives. Uh, we started talking about how we can be led by the Holy Spirit last week and today we want to continue that conversation. Uh, we spoke about how the Holy Spirit majorly leads us through the inner witness. Through the inner witness. If you haven't heard that sermon, you can go on our YouTube channel and definitely watch it. I believe it will be a blessing to you. Today, we want to continue on that conversation. Before we uh, get started, let's just say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for every single person who is watching this right now. Lord, as we begin to talk about your word, as we begin to, you know, explain your word, we just ask that you shall give us a deep understanding of, of, of the words of your word in the name of Jesus. I ask that you touch every heart of every single person watching this. Lord God Almighty, that uh, you shall enlighten them. Lord, open the eyes of their understanding. Lord, they shall receive your word and it shall bear fruit, Lord God, in all of our lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You see, we just want to continue today talking about uh, uh, how we can be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, I, I focused so much on the inward witness last week Sunday because that is the major way the Holy Spirit leads us. And if we can uh, begin to follow that inward witness uh, that speaks to us inside of our spirit, you know, we will we will not miss God. Um, and there are different other ways, you know, God could speak to us. And we've seen different other ways, even uh, through different people people's experiences and even in my life I've seen different ways you know God could speak through you to you through the voice of the spirit he could speak to you through an audible voice where you hear him as you're hearing me right now he can speak to, to, to you through dreams he can speak to you through through different other means but what I just want to wrap all of all this under um, in terms of uh, how God speaks to us is every single time God speaks to you it would always be in alignment with the word of God you see, the, everything the Holy Spirit tells you, everything God tells you would always align with his word. So we, whenever we feel that God is saying something to us, maybe you sense it, you perceive it in your spirit that this is where God is leading you, or uh, you've said a prayer and you believe that this is where God is leading you, always, always prove it with the word of God. This is what it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. First Thessalonians 5.21 says, Prove all things, 
prove all things. The foundation of everything God says is and should be from the word. The foundation of everything God says should be from the word. You should prove all things. If somebody comes to you and says, oh, this is what God is telling me concerning your life. Go and prove it with the word of God. Go back to the word of God. If you are having a sense in your spirit that the Holy Spirit is leading you to, towards a certain direction, there's nothing wrong in asking God, Lord God Almighty, prove it with a scripture. Prove it with your word. We should always prove all things because everything God says to us would always align with the word of God. You see, most of the times, uh, some people say that, oh, I had a, a supernatural experience or I had a supernatural encounter. And because it's a supernatural encounter, therefore it has to be from God. <laughs> you see, the devil also lives in this supernatural realm, you know, and the devil can actually also give supernatural encounters and supernatural experiences, you know. So whatever experience, whatever encounter you have, whatever uh, you've perceived in your heart, whatever you've perceived in your spirit, always prove it with the word of God. Always prove it with the word of God. You know, we are not to seek voices. We are not to follow voices, but we are to follow uh, the word of God. We are to follow the word of God. Even when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we are to follow the word of God. So we often need to learn to judge every spiritual experience that we have as to whether it is right or wrong by judging it by the word of God. Don't just accept everything, anything you hear. Don't just accept any experience you have. Ensure that you're proving it by the word of God. People might say, oh, you're doing a bit too much. You know, when people tell you things then you, and you say, oh, hold on, I'm going to confirm it with the word of God. I'm going to confirm if this is truly the will of God by judging it by what the word says. And people might say, oh, you're doing a bit too much. But no, you see, it is better to be right with God than to be right with man and miss God. It is better to be right with God and to be right with his spirit and be right with his leading than to be right with man and then miss God. Many people have been right with man and they have missed God. It's always good. It's better to be wrong with man and to get God right than to miss God and be right with man. You know, that can cost us so much. And even as we continue talking about how to be led by, by the Holy Spirit, um, there are different things that I believe that uh, 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 we ought not to do if we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. There are different things that I, I believe we ought not to do, you know, uh, if, if we want to be led by, by the Holy Spirit. The first of them is we should not follow a culture that does not follow God. Do not follow a culture that does not follow God. This is what the Bible says in Exodus chapter 23 verse 2. Exodus 23 verse 2 says, do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. Do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. What an amazing scripture. You see, we live in a time and in a generation and in a culture that says, if it feels right, if it looks right, if it sounds right, you know, if, 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 if it feels right, then it must be right. That's the kind of culture, culture that we live in. And you cannot conform uh, to the culture uh, of this world and also want to be led by the Holy Spirit. You see, the fact that it's legal doesn't mean that it's biblical you know the fact that it's politically correct doesn't mean that it's biblical the fact that it's generically accepted doesn't mean that it is biblical doesn't mean that it is from God the fact that every single person is doing it doesn't mean that God wants you to do it the fact that uh, your friends are doing it the fact that you it's, it's allowed for you to do it the fact that nobody will judge you for doing it doesn't mean that God wants you to do it we cannot uh, uh, want to be led by culture and also 
still want to be led by, by the Holy Spirit. It doesn't work that way. So if you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, then you cannot follow a culture that does not follow God. You cannot follow a culture that does not follow God. You must make decisions based on what the Word of God says, based on what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. That's how you must make decisions. You see, this is the problem that the Israelites had. We look through the scriptures and we often say that the Israelites were all oh, so disobedient. The Israelites were so this, the Israelites were so that. But this is the problem that they had. You see, the Israelites wanted to be like every other nation. But God kept telling them, look, you are a special people. I've called you to be a special people. But they were looking all around them. They were looking to the nations on every single side. And they were like, oh, they have a king, so we want a king. Oh, they have this, so we want it. They are ruled in this certain way, so we want to be ruled in that certain way. They wanted to follow the culture that they were seeing. They wanted to follow a pattern that they were seeing. But God was saying, look, I've made you different. Why do you want to follow the things that you're seeing in other places? And it's the same thing God is saying to us today. Some of us are behaving just like the Israelites are. We're looking at people's jobs and you're like, oh, I want that job. You look at people's careers and you're like, oh, should I, should I move over to that sector? Because that person seems to be doing well in that career. We look at people's relationship and we call them relationship goals. We look at every other person's life and how their lives are going. And we want to pattern our lives the way their lives are. But God is saying that I want you to live a life that is, that is, that is special. I want you to live a special life because that's the life of called you to be. I want you to live a set apart life because I've called you to be set apart. I want you to live a dedicated life towards me. That's what God has called you to be. God has called you to be unique. He's made you unique. He doesn't want you to live your life by just looking at others and looking at culture and then judging your life based on that. That's not what the scripture says to us in Ezekiel chapter 23 verse 2. Let's look at it again. It said, do not conform uh, and or follow the crowd in wrongdoing. Isn't that amazing in Exodus 23 verse 2? Don't follow the crowd in wrongdoing. That's what the Bible says, because God made you for a time like this. There's a reason God brought you to this time. There's a reason you were not born in the time of, of, of the Bible. There's a reason you were not born 100 years ago or 300 years ago. He brought you to a time like this because he has a unique assignment for you. And he doesn't want you to follow the crowd or to follow culture. He just wants you to follow his leading. He wants you to follow the leading of his spirit. That's why you're here in a time like this. So you can't follow a culture that does not follow God because you can't be led by the Holy Spirit in that way. This is what it says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says something amazing. Romans 12 verse 2 it says do not copy the behaviors or values of this world. Isn't that amazing? But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then watch listen listen let's listen to what it says next. It says then you will learn to know what is good, what God wants you to do. It says, then you would learn to know what God wants you to do. Then you would know. Do not copy the behaviors and values of this world. Then you would know what God wants you to do. Do not copy the behaviors and values of this world. Then you would know. You see, the reason some of us can't hear the Spirit speaking to us is because we do not know. what. The reason why we do not know what God wants us to do is because we are so deep into culture. The reason we do not know what God wants us to do is because we are so deep into culture. We're so deep into the behaviors of this world. We want to do everything the world does, but then we still want to hear God and do what God does. But we can't work that way. You can't obey culture and obey God. You can't follow the behaviors of the world and follow God's leading. We can't follow a culture that does not follow God. 
We can't abide with a culture that does not uh, take God into consideration. And there are a number of things that are allowed. There are a number of things that are permitted, but it doesn't mean God wants it for you. It doesn't mean God wants it for you. You can't think like the world. You can't think like the world and also think of the word. You can't think like the world and think of the word. No, one of it occupies your mind and your behaviors and your values. Hallelujah. God wants us intoxicated with his word. He wants us intoxicated with his word in our minds so that when we think of the word, we hear the Holy Spirit and we obey him and go according to his leading. Second thing that I want to mention um, when talking about the things that we that we ought not to do uh, if we want to lead by if we want to be led by the Holy Spirit is we should not follow friends that are not led by the Spirit. This one is a lot personal, isn't it? Uh, we should not follow friends that are not led by the Holy Spirit. It is very easy to say, oh yeah, I'm not going to follow culture. I'm not going to follow the behaviors and the values of this world. But when it comes to our friends, it's very particular. When it comes to our friends, it's very, very particular because this is where it, get, it, gets, it gets really personal. You see, your friends can direct your life uh, to the accuracy. Your friends can't direct your life to the accuracy that the Spirit of God will direct it. Your friends can't be as accurate as the Holy Spirit. And our friends hold such deep influence on our lives that most times we see ourselves doing things just because uh, they want us to do it. Or we, we, they, we, we do things, go places, uh, listen to certain things. You know, they have so much power and influence over our lives. We listen to our friends on a daily basis. You know, they have, they have, they have a sphere of influence on, on us. They have an impact. This is what he says in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, Paul was talking and what did Paul say? Paul said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Follow. This is Paul even telling them that, look, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Meaning that if I'm not following the example of Christ, then don't follow me. You know, we can't follow friends that are not led by the Holy Spirit. We can't follow friends that are not led by God. You know, sometimes the reason we don't hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us is because we're only hearing our friends. You know, you want to make a decision and the first person you call is your friend and you tell them, oh, this is the situation I am now. What do you think? And we don't even, and they just tell us things just based off their head, you know, based on their feelings. We, we, we learned last week that we can't go by our feelings, you know, because uh, feel, feelings are it's, it's the voice of the flesh, you know, and, and they tell us things based off our feelings, but we can't follow friends when they are not being led by God. And even if they tell us something that God is saying, remember we said we must wrap it up in the word of God, go and judge it based on what the word is also saying. You can't follow friends that are not led by the word of God. Your friends have the greatest possibility of filling your mind with garbage. Your friends have the greatest possibility of filling your minds with garbage. Why? Because you hear them very often. And sometimes you don't, you don't want to be rude. So you don't, you don't say to them, oh, well, I, I don't want that conversation right now. Or I don't want to talk about that right now. Or that's going to influence my mind. Or that's going to pollute my mind. You see, we talk so much about air pollution. We talk so much about water you know pollution but we talk so little about mind pollution and our friends are one of the main main foundational causes of polluting our own minds you know they could pollute your mind with things that they are saying they could pollute your mind with things that they are doing they could be like oh just try this after all every single person is doing it and suddenly you feel pressured to do it don't follow friends that are not led by the spirit of god does this mean that you should not have friends that are unbelievers absolutely not jesus had friends that were unbelievers jesus had friends that were unbelievers 
where the Bible actually even encourages us to love every single person. We should love unbelievers as well, but we should not uh, uh, let them influence us. This is what it says in Jeremiah 15 verse 19. Interesting scripture. Jeremiah 15 verse 19. This is what it says. It says, you will be my spokesman, but you must influence them do not let them influence you. That's talking about how we interact uh, with people who, who, are, who are our friends, but they're unbelievers. It says, you will be my spokesman, but you must influence them. Do not let them influence you. Don't let them influence you. Don't let them influence you. You're meant to influence them. You know, you're, you're meant to show them the right part. You're meant to show them Jesus. You know, we, we talked about a few weeks ago how God even wants them at the table as well, and he's going to use you. So you need them as friends, but you need to influence them. You need to influence them. You know, Proverbs chapter uh, 13 verse 20 says, you know, wise friends make you wise. Wise friends make you wise, but you hurt yourself by going around with fools. You hurt yourself by going around with fools. Don't follow friends that are not led by the Holy Spirit. Thirdly, what are the things that we ought to do? What are the things that we ought not to do if we want to be led by the Holy Spirit is you cannot look to other sources besides God. Don't look to other sources besides God. You see, God is a jealous God. God loves you and he wants you all for himself. He wants your attention. He wants your focus. He wants your time. He just wants every single part of you. He wants to be the first person you talk to in the morning. He wants to be the last person you talk to at the end of the day. He wants to be the person you talk to when you're going all about your day. He wants to be the person you talk to when you have decisions to make. He just wants to be part of your everyday life. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit to reside in us. So we can just carry the Holy Spirit and the presence of God everywhere. You can't be looking to other sources and also say you're looking to God. It doesn't work that way. I've seen many people who go on Twitter to get relationship advice. Seen tweets that are what? A thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand tweets. Somebody tweets something on their experience. You know, they say men has come and you retweet it. You pull exclamation marks as, and quote tweet it and say, yes, men are really scum. <laughs> Taking advice from social media would not get you anywhere. Taking advice from social media would not get you anywhere. You can't look to other sources for advice and leading and also want to look to the Holy Spirit. God wants us to look to him as his only source. God wants us to look to him as he owns. He wants to be the first source we have in mind. Once we have a challenge, he wants to be the first person we go to. You know, let's not look to other sources besides God. God wants to be the one and only person you consult with. Don't go to social media for advice. Don't go to social media and want to look at how other people sorted out an issue just so you could find out what to do there. Fourthly and finally, what do we, uh, things that we ought not to do if we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And I love this one. Don't be led by your circumstance. <laughs> do not be led by your circumstance. Do not be led by your circumstance. The fact that something has happened to you doesn't mean that God is trying to use it to pass a message to you. That's not, that's not true. The fact that you've gone through, uh, or you, you have, you went through a circumstance doesn't mean that God wants to use it to pass a message to you. Some say, oh, I missed the train, so it must be God's will. I've actually heard people say, oh, I woke up late today, so it means God doesn't want me to go to church today. Oh, I woke up late today, so it means, yeah, God must, it means God understands that, you know, I, I shouldn't pray today. So uh, he understands it anyway. I don't need to pray today because I woke up late. It must be God's will. 
we assign everything to be God's will, but it doesn't necessarily mean you know, you can't choose, you can't say you want to be led by your circumstance, meaning that every circumstance that you have, you suddenly say, oh yes, that must be the leading of the Holy Spirit. The fact that something didn't work out doesn't mean that it was God's will for it not to work out. You know, the fact that something worked out doesn't mean that it was God's will for it to work out. The fact that you got the job doesn't mean that it's God's will, it was the Holy Spirit telling you to take the job. <laughs> you may ask yourself, but yeah, if God didn't want me to have the job, if the Holy Spirit didn't want me to have the job, then why, why did I receive the offer? That's why we need to ask the Holy Spirit on every decision that we have. The fact that you're called to lead that project doesn't mean the Holy Spirit wants you on it. The fact that you are given the offer with the right salary you want doesn't mean that it's the Holy Spirit's will for you to take it. Let's not be, choose to be led by our circumstance. Let's not choose to be led by our circumstance. Let's not choose to be led by our circumstance. Let's not choose to be led by our circumstance. There's an interesting story that I absolutely love. It's in Acts chapter 27. We read a, a bit of this last week. The Bible, the Bible says that Paul went to these people and Paul told them uh, in verse 10, he says, Men, I perceive that there is trouble ahead. This is, Paul was telling them that, look, let's not go else we're going to see a massive storm. There's going to be a shipwreck. There's going to be a loss of cargo, a danger to our lives. The Bible then says in verse 13, that when, um, uh, uh, when a wind uh, began to blow from the south, the sailors thought that they could make it. They thought to themselves, oh yes, this must be a good weather. Paul had told them that, look, I perceive in my spirit, the Holy Spirit is telling me that we should not make this journey. But then suddenly the men looked at the circumstance and they thought, oh, hold on, the circumstance look, looks right. It means we can make this journey and we can go ahead with it. And we say in the Bible how they, they absolutely went into a shipwreck. Hasn't that happened to us a few times where maybe God tells you, oh, look, don't apply for that job. But suddenly you're just like, eh, let me just try. And then you try and you apply and you go through all the stages and you get to the final stage and they say, oh, we really love you. We want you. And they give you a salary that you look at it and your eyeballs just go all out wide. And you're like, wow, if God didn't really, if God really didn't want me to have it, then maybe he should not have let me get to this stage. If I've gotten to this stage and gotten an offer, then it has to be God. You tell yourself, well, dear Lord, take this man away from my life. But then you keep accommodating him in and you're like, oh, well, if God doesn't want me here, then God would have taken him away. But it's you. He's told you what to do. He told you never to take the job. He told you never to hang around there. He told you when to leave. He told you what to do. But because you're judging it based on your circumstance and you're saying, well, God, if you don't want this, take away. But sometimes God wants us to take the action. He tells us, don't go. He tells us, leave. He tells us, don't do that. He tells us, don't go there. Sometimes he gives us the action to take. Let's not choose to be led by our circumstance. Let's choose to be led by the Holy Spirit. Let's not choose to be led by our circumstance. Let's choose to be led by, by, by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that there's a way that seemed right unto man. Meaning that there's a way that could be right to you. You know, that course you want to study, there's a way that, that, that could be right to you. That university that you may want to go to, that job you may want to take, that person that is in your life may seem right, but let's choose to be led by the Holy Spirit and by the Word of God. Let's choose to be led by the Holy Spirit and to, be, and, to, and to be led by the Word of God. But we need to choose that. We need to choose the Holy Spirit. We need to choose that. It's a decision. The Holy Spirit will not force himself on you. The Holy Spirit won't force himself on me. He wants you to decide to be led by him. 
And it's the same way we, you choose God as well. You can choose God in your life. You can choose to follow God. You can choose to have God completely surround every area of your life. And you know, today's a good day as well. If you've not accepted Jesus, today you can choose to accept him. You can choose to accept him into your life and let him become your Lord and savior. He comes into your life and he changes your life completely. That's what he does. And the Holy Spirit begins to reside in you. And then he begins to transform your life and teach you. He said he will guide you into all truth. So he begins to teach you and guide you in every area of your life. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today? You want to accept him? You want to make that decision and make take that action to say, God, I choose you. You want that decision today. I just want you to join your faith with mine and just say this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I know I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I ask that you wash me and wash my sins away. Purify me with your precious blood. I believe in my heart that you died for me and you rose again. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Come and be my Lord and Savior, O Lord God Almighty. Come and rule over my life. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Take control over my life. I surrender my entire being unto you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Well, if you've just said that prayer, a massive congratulations to you. We welcome you into the family of, of a Christian faith. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. We want to, um, we want you to contact us. We want to, we want to receive that email. We want to get that call. We want to, we want to be part of your journey. It doesn't, it doesn't end here. The Christian journey can be filled with challenges, but guess what? God promised us that he would always be there with us. And so we want to be, we, we, we want to, we want to share our story together. As we hear yours, we tell you ours as well. And together we will finish strong in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For every other person just watching, I just pray that you are blessed in all that you do. I pray that as you go through this week, you shall prosper in all that you do. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Royal Tribe Church podcast. If you'd like to share how you've been blessed, you can get in touch with us by sending an email to contact at royaltribechurch.org or if you'd like to know more about us, you can visit our website at royaltribechurch.org. Remember to follow us on social media. That's Royal Tribe Church on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again for joining us.